back at it again. As always, I'm Donna Keyson, and I promise you three things. The latest, the greatest, nothing but the exclusive. And today, ooh, woo, today I have, I have an emotional journey of love, life, and coming into one's own self with another edition of Track by Track. Track by track, this time is going to go over the new album, Glass Highways, by none other than Layla. I want to see Layla has done something to us with this pure 53 minutes of musical pleasure, and we're going to go there. So without further ado, hey, Layla. Hey. What an intro. Thank you. <laughs> yes. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy it's Friday, you know. <laughs> yes, me too. So before we get into going into this track by track, I want to say, first of all, congratulations on the new project, this amazing body of work. And I'm just super excited for you as a talent because you are so multi-talented, multi-phenomenal, multi-inspirational. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Layla is not playing games. So definitely kudos for the hard work that you put into this project because we definitely hear it. Thank you for bringing us Glass Highways. Thank you. Definitely. All right, so without further ado, let's get into it. Layla, you open up the track with a song entitled By You now, let's talk about it. Give me the backstory on where By You Now came from and how it ended up being chosen to open the project. Oh, my God. So By You Now is this two-part epic of a song. It starts up kind of like a dancey, um, MGMT electric feel sort of song, and then it just kind of, breaks down into this really solemn, heartfelt, more Americana outro. And um, I think uh, By You Now to me represents like when you break up with someone, my album is a breakup album, I should preface, and when you break up with someone, you're trying to distract yourself and, you know, you're going out, you know, drinking. And then inevitably, unfortunately, it always hits you in the face and you're alone the next day or the next week and you just have to come face to face with the reality of the situation. And that is what By You Now is about. It's this like upbeat, fun, um, beachy, sunny um, song that is then trailed with reality and somber, um, somber around the heartbreak so it, this track took us forever to finish actually it took us like two over two years of production it was just never right we got some tempos wrong yeah we did some rearrangements we stripped some stuff it was like and that's why it's opening the album honestly because it took forever and I felt like when it was all done we actually really finished it like only two months prior to when I released the album so it was um, oh my god I know. It's actually, interestingly, the vinyl has a different version because we changed it so late. So the, um, this track was just kind of a nightmare, but it is an epic, and it represents mm. the whole journey of production and also the journey of, you know, overcoming heartbreak in general. So Okay. Okay. Now. So by you now. 
Then you all, which he does. Oh, track two is from me to the love of my life. It's a journal entry from my soul to the world. It it is an expression of love and freedom and life, and it's a song that I love called "Go On, Young Soul." Oh. You all don't understand the power of her vocals and the power of the words in this song. Go On Young Soul was a recent single that Layla released, and it, it shocked, oh, my gosh, it stunned the whole office because it was so powerful and so dope. Track number two Go on, young soul, Layla. First, before we even get into the song, can we talk about how we got on to the title, Go On, Young Soul? Well, yes. But also, first of all, can I say I'm so happy that you resonated with this track because I feel like if people don't get this track, they might not get what I'm going for in general as a songwriter. So I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Basically, when I was writing this song, I think I was either talking to myself or talking about the youth that are just like in the throes. And I wanted to say, you know, go on from this. Like, it's kind of a spiritual, it's very minimal and stripped Mm -hmm. down, as you know. And I wanted it to be this. I guess, bittersweet mantra of movement moving forward, because the fact is we're all going to have highs and lows. I mean, this is, you know, an obviousness. So it's like we, but we can keep moving. And I think around the time I wrote it was around some horrific school shootings. And that was like Mm. the imagery happening in my mind, in particular, these kids that have to just like do shooting drills. And I don't know, we should be able to move on from that, and um, this was a message for that in particular. I love it. Go on, young soul. Now, I have to ask you, being that this was one of the recent singles, how did it feel for you as an artist when it released? And I was on your social media and seeing all of the amazing feedback from the fan base. So how did it feel for you to know that, not only did people enjoy the song, but um, the power, that they understood the power that came within the track itself. I mean, it feels awesome. I think all you really hope for when you're making something is that somebody out there resonates in some way. And um, so, yeah, it's a really lovely and um, powerful feeling that validates your work in a way. Yes, go on, young soul. Okay, now we come out of track two, and we're going to track three now. For me, you all, track three is my fight between should I stay, should I go. Track three is my state of confusion in the atmosphere of love, and it's entitled Gone for Long. So, Layla, let me, let me know the insight from you on track three, Gone for Long. Yeah, so actually Gone for Long was written as a message to my late grandmother Mm. because 
she passed away and I never got to say goodbye to her. And oh. it actually describes that experience. Um, sad eyes, soft smile, whirls away. She was, she lived in Iran. So yeah, I didn't really get to see her or send her off, but um, she was, like many people, a light in my life and one of the brightest of those lights. And so I felt it necessary to write to her in this track. The album is dedicated to her in whole as well. She never got to hear it. So that song is oh. for her. Yeah. But yeah, we wanted to explore like a beat or a dance in this song. So that's why it mm -hmm. has that like groove to it, which I think is, adds lightness to the whole affair, which is which Definitely. I like, and I Definitely. think she would like to. Especially coming after going on Young Soul, because you kind of start to transition the atmosphere with that track itself. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And then we come out of Gone For Long, and we go into track four, which is You and I, Babe. Now, You and I, Babe, to me, presents like, a conversation in the beginning and then it kind of shifts to a story and I'm like oh like you have to really pay attention at least for me because you know you all know my mind everywhere but how it draws you in you get into this two-sided conversation and I, I, I was like okay I felt like I was talking to someone then I almost felt like well wait Am I talking to myself about someone? You and I, babe. Oh, babe, you went there. So let's talk about track four, you and I, babe. Right. So that's um, that spot on. You and I, babe, started as a poem, and mm. it was a poem turned song, so it makes sense it has that quality. Um, I think it's probably – in production, we went with a pretty typical, like, soul-style production um, with some Beach Boys backing vocals and some piano. But it also, yeah, I think tracks four, five, and six, You and I, Babe, starts the sequence of, like, kind of old-school romance sort of tracks. Yes. And, um, yeah, and so this is, like, the first step into that world it's this yeah it's very much like a nostalgic you know lover talking to someone that she misses and reminiscing on it um mm -hmm. i think yeah and i think um the main line being it's you and i babe in the end i think it's like you know even though it didn't work out and here we are um it was still us and i wouldn't take it back that's kind of the message around that song and that's exactly it's crazy as I, I told my boyfriend I said even when I break up with you it's still you and I babe and he laughed at me and he said oh you think you're slick I said no I'm serious I said that's <laughs> what she's saying I said so even when I leave you it's still us and we left but I get it I get um for me the song represents a connection that's deeper than just the relationship. Oh, who girl, you, whoo, the power in that pen to the paper, honey. Now, we come on to track four, and we're dead in the middle of the album at track five, and let me just tell you all one word, anthem. That's how I have to describe too much woman. 
Too Much Woman for me is a power track, but it's power in a anthem movement, stand for something. I can relate. Many people can relate. It's just, it, it hit me from the beginning to the end with anthem. So Too Much Woman, Layla, give me the insight on how we came up with Too Much Woman. Yes, I love that. Um, it is intended to be anthemic. And basically, for those who haven't heard it, the chorus just goes, it just screams like too much woman. And um, yeah, the intention was like, I don't know. Um, I was actually having a conversation with um, one of my exes. And he said to me, like, you're so much woman. And then in my head, I wondered, like, but am I too much? Like, we're broken up, you know? (laughs) Right. I thought about that. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. We just, um, the song is about, you know, being multidimensional and not getting our needs met and wondering, like, in the, um, you know, in the wake of uh, a breakup, like, am I, was am I too much woman for you like is this too much to handle either in a good way or bad way or it's kind of tongue-in-cheek it was intended to be tongue-in-cheek and um Uh. and so but I love it because it's so big we recorded we we actually my producer and I arranged a whole string section we recorded all the strings at his studio all of the arrangement was done by us we got this like we brought the sax player in um, to record this kind of like sleazy sax in the outro that gives it this old 70s romance film vibe. So we wanted it to be kind of like loungy, a little like, like we called it subtle freak sleaze and a little like off, but also really big and really like fat and um, just kind of tongue in cheek. Am I too much woman for you? (laughs) I love it. I love it. Now, we come out of the anthem, and we start to shift again. So right now, I'm at track six. I've given you the anthem. That's me my too much woman. Now, I feel like I am having an emotional conversation, a deep one, because I'm telling you I love you, but I don't love you like I used to. And you hit us with same old love. Track six. So we're getting towards that shift for me. And same old love is oh, it's slow, it's deep, it's methodical. Oh my god. It's, it's thought provoking because the words presented that you say to yourself, is this what I'm going through? Is this what I've experienced? And you start to have your own conversation. So track six love. Let's talk about it. Yes. So the main theme here is I love you, but I don't love you like I used to. I want you, but I don't want you like I used to. And I think, again, to um, um, go into the bittersweetness of the album in general, it's like love changes for all of us. It changes in nature and form, sometimes for better or worse. And that was the message with this track. And Sonically, this track was a pivot for me and my producer because it kind of opened the world to this new 
like vintage romantic sound that you hear in tracks four and five that we just talked about. It has mm-hmm. this really pretty waltzy guitar to it. And this is the first time we recorded strings on the album. So the strings are real. Um, and yeah, it was just this like really romantic, but also sad and bittersweet mm-hmm. song about a, a really real, like, yeah, it happens to everybody, you know, your relationships change and, and you're just, observing them and wondering um, wondering where to go from there. And that's what this song is about. Mm. Now, as you're wondering where to go from there, we go into track seven. And Layla opens it up and says, there you go, there you go. I'm leaving you all alone. I'm like, ah! I start screaming back. <laughs> I just totally freak out. And then she picks the beat up. I'm like, oh. And the song is entitled, Missing you. So, Lalo, walk me into track seven, Missing You. Yes. So, Missing You was our, I guess, the closest to a pop track, a, a real pop track on the album. And it describes um, someone ruminate or someone considering the hypothetical situation where they run into an ex in the grocery store on the street. It's like, would I, would you say hello? Would I, would you stop and and do something or would you keep on? And then it's, you know, admitting that, okay, I, I still miss you. So maybe next time you see me, you know, don't, um, don't just walk by. And We, um, a lot of the sounds on that track are recorded on the bass, even though they're kind of higher in register. We used a lot of high mm-hmm. bass sounds there, a lot of more ethereal pads to give it that dark feeling. And, um, yeah, we just wanted it to groove. And, um, yeah. <laughs> it definitely did that. Now, as I come on to track seven, I go on to track eight. And I think, I think my track eight, I'm going through the breakup because it's over. And Layla takes you to a level of reminiscing almost. And you're kind of like playing back what you've gone through. And she hits us with track eight, Heaven and Heartbreak. So first I need to, before we get into the real nitty gritty of the song, how did you decide on the title of Heaven and Heartbreak? Because the title alone is powerful. Yeah, it's interesting you ask that because I feel like when I am looking, when I'm songwriting, I keep a storage of phrases that I like, and this was one of them. I felt like when you're deciding between seeing someone again, or I guess it could be, you know, any sort of addiction that you're in and out of, you're like, mm-hmm. when you're indulging in that thing, you're kind of in heaven. But then the moment that sobriety hits, you're feeling heartbreak. And you're constantly battling those two decisions it's like do i give in to nirvana or do i you know hold my ground even though this sucks (laughs) and Uh so i was yeah that's what that title that's where that title um came from and i also kind of thought it had a cool ring to it 
Um, even though in the song I never use heaven and heartbreak, I always sing heaven or heartbreak. So yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought the title might be cool to include both. <laughs> mm, and I like as opposed that. To or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but the track yeah. itself is um is like quite a journey. It starts with this like heavy tremolo guitar, and then it opens up into this ethereal like warm and glowy chorus and again i thought those were the two heavens and heartbreaks like i was trying to map the title in the in the sound of the song so yeah that's one of my favorite ones i love it i love it because then after you bring me out of good and bad of the relationship and the both sides put together and you gave me having heartbreak you give me the track that named the album and we go into Glass Highways. Now, track nine, you all, we come into Glass Highways, and the beat alone just hits you. It, it kind of puts you in this trance. And when you get into this trance, you start to get into the words, and we, you know, we're traveling down, and it's like, oh, my gosh, this is a journey of what we've just gone through between track one and track eight. Now it all comes together, and we get Glass Highways. Layla, please tell us about Glass Highways. Yes. So title track, Glass Highways, um, I guess is supposed to represent a delicate journey, a highway of glass. And um, I I take a lot of long drives, and I do a lot of driving. It's kind of therapeutic for me personally, especially during COVID. And so, I don't know, it just kind of made sense that this album being a journey in and of itself and this song representing, like, where I was in the relationship at the time was described by um, the imagery of a glass highway. Um, This song is the most somber on the album, and it's this long ballad about basically... Yeah, being um, being on a journey with someone that's highly delicate and navigating that and wondering or kind of begging in a way for it to be a little less delicate and for some calm throughout the storm. But alas, mm. here we are. And everyone's been there. Um, and yeah, I thought that it, because it is so like so fully embodying what the what caused and what spawned the rest of the album I felt like it needed to be the title track and also I wrote it I think before I wrote any of the other songs on the album it was one of the first songs that I wrote so yeah um yeah so yeah glass highways now we all know how you start an album had to be how you end an album. So if you start great, you end great. If you start bad, you end up ending bad. So what Layla did, Layla, for me, I'm saying, let me tell you all where my mind went. I was in the 1950s. It was the summertime, and I was getting ready to go on a date, and I was in the car in the drop-top convertible, and track 10, Cadillac Jack, was playing. And it had this it has this ism 
about it that puts you in a place and it's pretty and it's bright and it gives you happy vibes. And Layla decided to end her album with track 10, Cadillac Jack. Let's talk about it, Layla. Take me inside Cadillac Jack. Sure. So Cadillac Jack is, you're right, I wanted kind of an upbeat, uplifting end to my album. So especially Cadillac Jack has this big, happy party outro to it that feels just like you're vibing in a convertible. Exactly that. And um, it's inspired and named after a book by author Larry McMurtry of the same name about a antique um, dealer who goes from city to city buying and selling antiques that he finds cool. The thing about Cadillac Jack in that book, though, is he never settles anywhere. He's bound to the road, and he has opportunities at love, but in a way he squanders them due to his lifestyle, and that's what that song is about. And I thought given its uh, relationship to the open road and, you know, the title of my album and also the fact that I was reading that author, a lot of that author, Larry McMurtry, while, while writing this album, I felt that it made sense to write a song based on that story and pay homage to that author in my album some way. I think he's in his 80s now. He's still alive. He's a Pulitzer Prize winning author. And the song is just fun and carefree and, um, yeah, basically about a guy who can't settle because he's buying and selling antiques. So it was a bit of a, a, a character songwriting experience for me. But I felt it was a good, a good sweet, easygoing ending to the album. It definitely was. It is absolutely amazing. Now, as we end these 53 minutes of musical pleasure, I cannot let track by track end without asking you, powerful album, powerful track, powerful cover. Layla, please give me the story behind the vision in which you presented to us and the cover artwork for Glass Highways. Oh, my. Thank you for asking. Um, I wanted to – I grew up on classical music, and um, that's how I learned to play piano. And it wasn't until recently that I started doing more songwriting. So I wanted to hint at that in my album. And I also wanted to, I wanted the cover to just be really romantic and really, and have this like slightly cold, slightly off, but still classical Mm -hmm. Baroque feel to it. And um, so I, yeah, I just like wanted to get this, Baroque sort of portrait uh, portrait style photos. So I went to the fashion district in LA and I got that backdrop you see and we like made that dress and we got, you know, the little bird on my hand and I sat for five hours and took this portrait. Wow. But I think it it really came out like London Portrait Gallery style, which is what I was going for. I just wanted it to have this romantic, classic, but slightly off kind of feel. So It's absolutely 
stunning. And I love it because for me, it presents a perfect representation of the music because the artwork has this this balance that's not understood by first glance, but when you really look into it, you start to get this love cycle with the black bird and the flowers and the big hair and the formal dress. It just it starts to come together just like Glass Highways from track one to track ten, it starts to come together and you have this perfect blend of a fifty three minute story. Layla, when I tell you baby, you made an amazing project. I love it. So do me this favor. Before I let you go, before we close out, I have to ask you, please let them know where they can find you at on the World Wide Web and on all things social media. Yes. So thank you for the kind words. And on the World Wide Web, I am at LaylaLand.com, L-E-I-L-A Land.com, all one word. And then my handles are always lost in Layla Land. So come to Layla Land and visit me. Yes. Layla, and before I let you go, of course, for this project, are there any shout-outs you want to give to anybody that helps get this amazing project out here for us, the consumers? Definitely. I would like to thank um, my producer, Tim Carr, who helped bring this vision to life. It was basically us in the studio working through all of the production together, so he is very much a part of this project. There are many more along the way, Don Bowery Photography, um, um, Kershona, who put me in touch with you, um, Chandler, who is my videographer and DP um, for my music videos, and so many others. But, um, yeah, slowly building a team, which feels good, and I'm thankful to all of them. There it is. Listen, you all, I, I brought it to you. She gave you the track-by-track breakdown. Glass Highways by Layla. Make sure you check it out. It's streaming now on all streaming platforms, and it's definitely bomb. The vinyl is on her website, so check her out. Click the links below. Stay in tune. Make sure you do what you do. Layla, thank you so much for taking the time to really give us the insight to this 53 minutes of pleasure entitled Glass Highways. I love it. I love you. I appreciate you. And, of course, Anything you do, keep me in tune so I can keep them in tune and we can we can get lost in Layla land. Absolutely. Thank you so much. This was a pleasure. My pleasure. I told you all, the latest, the greatest, nothing but the exclusive. I brought it to you. I'm Dominique Sonnen signing off. Until next time, you be blessed.